This week, let's talk about Clubhouse. Is it worth getting involved in this new social media platform? It's just me and the mic, and this is episode 264 of the Marketing and Finance Podcast. This podcast is all about keeping marketing simple and all things finance. I'm Roger Edwards, a professional speaker and consultant from Edinburgh. Talk to me if you want to cut the complexity and the BS from your marketing strategy. Hello and welcome to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Thanks, as always, for downloading or streaming the show. I really do appreciate you taking the time to plugging me and my guests into your earphones, although this week, as I've said, it's just me and the mic. Before we get into the subject of Clubhouse, though, just like to ask you a favour. If you enjoy the Marketing and Finance podcast, it would be great if you could support the show. And there's two ways at the moment that you can do that. First of all, you could buy my book, Cats, Mats and Marketing Plans. It's all about building a simple marketing strategy and avoiding complexity as your business grows. If you fancy buying a copy of the book, go to rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash book. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash book. And you'll find the links that you need to either buy the paperback or the Amazon Kindle version. Secondly, you can buy me a coffee. Yeah, seriously, there is a website called Buy Me A Coffee. Simply go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Roger Edwards. That's buymeacoffee.com forward slash Roger Edwards and buy me a coffee. All of your help is much appreciated and it helps me to keep promoting the Marketing and Finance podcast and to get it out to a wider audience. Okay then, let's talk about Clubhouse. If you're on social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, you have not been able to avoid the subject of Clubhouse. It's a new social media platform, well, relatively new. It's been available in the United States a lot longer than it's been available in the UK and Europe. But I've noticed since the start of 2021, lots more notifications on Twitter, lots more notifications on LinkedIn, and lots more people talking about this thing called Clubhouse. Some people are raving about it. Some people are quite critical about it, but quite a lot of people are interested in it. And as you would expect, all the marketing gurus, and I say the word gurus with inverted commas, are talking about Clubhouse. So in this episode of the Marketing and Finance podcast, I'm going to talk about what is Clubhouse, what it does, what I think about it, and I'm going to talk you through the pros and cons that I've thought about as I've experienced it, and Lastly, should you be on it from a personal point of view and from a business point of view? Okay, then let's start with what is it? What is Clubhouse? Well, it's an audio only social media app. And I guess it's it's based around just having conversations. So arguably, it's a glorified chat room, but it's a little bit more sophisticated than that. It was originally launched in the United States in April 2020. And whether by accident or as a genius way of marketing the platform, the original 
team behind Clubhouse made it available on iPhone only, iOS only, and also it was only available by invite. So you can't just go to Clubhouse, download the app and sign up. You've actually got to be invited by somebody who's already in there. Now, when you do join Clubhouse, you'll immediately be given one invite. Yep, just one invite, which you can use for anybody in your network who has an iPhone who wants to come into Clubhouse. If you interact with Clubhouse a little bit more, if you set up some chats of your own, if you interact with other chats, then they will give you more invites. Currently, I've got five invites that I could give out to people in my network. They started rolling it out beyond the United States, I think, in December 2020. I got in there, I think, on the 29th of December, and it's really been 2021, certainly in the UK, where I've really seen it take off and seen lots of people talking about it and lots of people interacting with it. But people in the US, they've had it for nine months, nearly the whole of the lockdown period. And and it's obvious once you go into Clubhouse, the American influence is startling. There's lots of people who've been in there building communities, building rooms, building subjects to talk about. So it might initially feel a little bit overwhelming because these people have been at it for quite a while already. I think the fact that it's audio only is really, really interesting. If you think about it, the majority of social media apps that have come out over the last few years, and I'm thinking about TikTok, Snapchat, and of course the equivalent uh, within things like Instagram, Instagram stories and reels and that sort of thing, have all been video-based. And again, the established wisdom is that video is the way forward. I can always remember that often quoted figure that that by 2021, 80% of content that's consumed in the world will be video. But maybe a year of Zoom meetings within lockdown has given us video fatigue to a certain extent. Audio is certainly more private. You don't have to worry about your appearance. You can have your jog bottoms and your t-shirt on and no makeup if you so choose. Obviously, if you're on video, you might choose to dress up a little bit and put some makeup on. But audio is a little bit more private. And I think it's really interesting that this Clubhouse app has taken off in its audio-only format. I guess it fits into the same sort of space as radio and podcasts. I mean, radio is you just listen to it in the car. Uh, Most of the programmes are on. You probably don't go back and listen to them later. Podcasts slightly different. You can listen to them on demand. You tend to download the ones you want to listen to. It's not scheduled for a specific time. You just download it when you want it. Clubhouse, it's it's still a listening experience. And to me, it's more like an interactive radio show or an interactive podcast. So I definitely see it fitting into that genre. So let's talk now about what Clubhouse does. Now, once you get inside, and and by the way, if you do want to get inside Clubhouse and experience it for yourself, I've still got five invites that I can give out. If you want one of those invites, here's the deal. If you leave me a review on iTunes over the next few days and send me a message either at rogeredwards.co.uk or on Twitter at roger underscore Edwards, I'll send you an invite for Clubhouse. How's that? All right. So once you get into Clubhouse, you can set up what they call a room. Now, a room is really just a discussion area. So you could set up 
a room on any topic that you want. It could be marketing, it could be cooking curries, it could be fitness, it could be construction, it could be anything. And obviously, as Clubhouse opens up around the world, we're going to see lots of cultural things going on in there as well. And I said before, because it's been available in America for so long, as you would expect, the usual very high-profile American marketing gurus are already in there hosting great big rooms full of a thousand people. And that can feel a little bit overwhelming. So my advice is when you go in there, go and listen to a few smaller rooms, perhaps even on topics not related to your line of business. Maybe go and listen to a few rooms which are about things that you're interested in, just so that you get the hang of Clubhouse before you decide to actually schedule your own room. Now, you can create your own room instantaneously, or you can schedule it for a later date. As the person who set up the room, you're known as what they call the moderator or the room owner. And as you go live, other people will come into the room. So I like to picture it in my head. It's like a, a little seminar room at a conference where you're stood on the stage and people start to pile in and fill up the seats. If you wanted to, you could talk to that audience for the entire duration of your room. And that duration could be five minutes, ten minutes, or it could be hours. I've seen some rooms just go on and on and on throughout the day. But And this is where I think that Clubhouse is really quite interesting, is that other people can raise their hands within the app and ask to become a speaker, i.e. they can join you on stage. There's this sort of... Uh, metaphorical handing over of a microphone to one of the other people. And indeed, in most rooms that I've been into, there'll, there'll probably be about five to ten people on the stage with microphones. And that's when it gets really interesting. That's when the debates start to happen. That's when the really interesting learnings come out. And I've been in quite a few rooms where there's only been maybe 20 or 30 people and it's felt quite intimate and the conversations have been really inspiring. And I've learned actually quite a lot. And as I said before, I've been in a few rooms which are completely beyond my business experience and personal experience. I've learned new things. And that's one of the most exciting things about Clubhouse for me. As the owner of the room or the moderator of the room, you can appoint other people to be moderators as well. And you can boot people off the stage if you think they've had enough time. If they've said enough, you can boot them off the stage. You can stop people from being moderators, and ultimately you can close the room down. And I think there's probably quite a lot of responsibility being a moderator within Clubhouse. And I've heard stories of moderators losing control of their rooms, and, th and that's really quite sad. But I guess there are trolls on all social media platforms. So if you are going to start a room, just remember that as a moderator, you've got the responsibility to keep the people in your room under control. So having been in Clubhouse for approximately a month, having run a few rooms of my own, and I've co-hosted a few rooms with um, a lady called Julia Bramble, who's also a marketing and social media person, what do I think of Clubhouse? Well, I like the format. As a podcast, you would expect I do like the audio format. I do like the intimacy of audio. The thing about audio is that you can do it anytime. You can do it as you cooking a meal. You can do it on the treadmill. You can do it on the train, on the plane, if you're allowed to travel, of course, in the car. Whereas video isn't always something that you can watch. There's going to be times of the day when you just can't watch video, especially if you're driving the aforementioned car. 
And I described it earlier as an interactive radio show. And to me, that is the the plus point of Clubhouse. It's great if you want to learn new stuff. And as I said, I've been into rooms about cooking curries, about culture in other countries. And it's fascinating to hear people from other countries and other cultures talking about their lives and It's just immersive and you can learn so much. So if you do go into Clubhouse, again, I really would encourage you to step outside of the boundaries of your normal business and personal life and experience something different. And even though I think Clubhouse is designed to be a conversational platform, you can just go in there and listen. There's absolutely no need for you to metaphorically put your hand up and ask to go up onto the stage. You can just sit there and listen and absorb To my mind, though, there are a few cons of this new platform. I think it was Gary Vaynerchuk that said that marketers ruin everything eventually. And as a marketer myself, and I try very hard not to ruin things, but I have to agree, some marketers do ruin things. And unfortunately, there are some big marketing egos inside Clubhouse. Some very usual suspects, as I would describe them, running rooms with titles like, and I'm embellishing this a little bit, how to build an eight-figure business in a week without doing any work. And these rooms have thousands of people in them. And, and let's face it, that's not very intimate. It's, it's almost like being at a mega conference. The chances of you putting your hand up and being heard are very, very low. In fact, it seems to me that in those sorts of rooms, it, it becomes almost like a fight for who can shout the loudest. My friend Angus Grady, who is a LinkedIn trainer, a LinkedIn expert, he describes Clubhouse as mods and rockers. (laughs) So the mods are the people who are trying to control the room. But in the room, there are so many, sometimes, like in these marketing rooms I've described, rockers who just want to shout the loudest. And being a moderator in a room like that, I think, is going to be very, very difficult. So my advice is to avoid the rooms, especially the rooms that have millionaire in the title title, you know, how to become a millionaire in a week without doing any work. I'm not joking. It exists in there. And these rooms have hundreds and thousands of people in there. I'm absolutely astonished how many millionaires there are inside Clubhouse who seem to have plenty of time on their hands to sit in these rooms all day. The much more intimate rooms work much better. 20, maybe 30 people It works a lot better, and I think that that's what the format was originally designed for, and I think that's what works best. So for me, I'll be avoiding the mega rooms with the loud, shouty people in there, and I'll be focusing on intimate conversations where I think I can genuinely learn something new. One of the problems with these rooms full of marketers is almost like an echo chamber, the same people saying the same things to the same audience. We need to sometimes break out of that habit. Now, at the moment, Clubhouse isn't monetized. So if you set up a room, you can't charge people to come into it. I imagine that eventually they'll introduce some sort of fee structure. And if you become a popular Clubhouse host, you will probably be able to charge people to come into your rooms. And and I can just see those aforementioned shouty marketing people will probably start charging people $97. It always has to end in seven, doesn't it? $97 to come into their room to be told how to become a millionaire in a week without doing any work. The final con that I would say about Clubhouse is it's a time suck. 
haven't spent that much time on Clubhouse. As I said, I've run a few rooms, I've listened into a few rooms, I've participated in a few rooms that other people have set up. I've probably spent, I don't know, maybe 10 to 12 hours in the last month on Clubhouse. But there are people who are in there all the time. I keep getting pinged by the same people day in, day out, who seem to now live in Clubhouse. Now, I hope that they're getting great value out of it. And ultimately, it's going to help them to expand personally or expand from a business point of view. But beware, it's easy to get sucked in. And then you look up and realise a couple of hours have gone by and actually, you've actually got nothing done. So something to be aware of there, I think. And finally, and this is probably the most important question that I'm going to look at today. Should you be in Clubhouse? And, and I'll use my experience that I've had here in my recommendation. From a personal point of view, I think that if you want to learn new things, to connect with new people, and, and maybe get out of your cliche coming comfort zone, then it's a great platform for experiencing new things and learning new things. So if that's what you want to do, definitely get in there. From a business point of view, though, should you be in Clubhouse? And the answer to that is what I say to people about any social media platform, whether it's TikTok, LinkedIn, whether it's Snapchat, whether it's Instagram. It depends on whether your customer is there and whether that's a platform that your customer is going to want to be engaged on. So you know who your customers are. You know what your customers' problems are and how your product or your service solves those customers' needs. If they are in Clubhouse, then it's possible that you could use Clubhouse to not so much promote, but to engage with those customers. So if you're a marketing consultant like me, then it might be worth running a smaller, intimate group about how to keep marketing simple. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to go down that building a six, six, seven, eight-figure business bullshit. But I might be tempted to do how to keep marketing simple and do a room around those aimed at a smaller number of people. If you're in the financial services industry, and let's face it, there are a lot of people out there interested in finance, but they find it complicated. So if you've got clients and they're talking about Clubhouse, then it might be worth you getting into Clubhouse and setting up some rooms talking about keeping your finances simple, how to handle money, how to budget for the family, that sort of thing. Definitely don't get into financial advice, obviously. <laughs> Again, I've seen a few clubhouse rooms where they're talking about investment tips and, you know, oh, I just look for a stock and I buy it and I and I keep the stock as it's going up and then just before it drops I get out of it well you know there's a lot of very dodgy stuff going on in there but practical tips easy tips that don't really involve actual advice then I think that it would be a good way to connect and engage with people who then may go on to become clients of yours so that's what I'm going to be doing if I think I've got potential customers on there, I might open some rooms up and talk about how to keep marketing simple, but I'll also be using it to learn new stuff. Honestly, I've learned some great curry recipes from listening in to some clubhouse rooms. 
So those are my thoughts on Clubhouse. I'd be really interested to hear what you think of this new platform. So look me up on Twitter. It's at Roger underscore Edwards. And let me know what you think about Clubhouse. If you're on Clubhouse, please do follow me. It's the same It's the same handle. It's Roger underscore Edwards. Please do uh, connect with me on Clubhouse. Let's have a conversation in there. And remember, if you want an invite, if you want an invite to Clubhouse, currently as I record this show, I've got five left. All you need to do is leave me a review on iTunes. I know there's a condition, but I'm just trying to spread the word about the podcast again as it's the start of a new year. So leave me a review on iTunes. Send me a quick message to point to the review on iTunes and I shall send you the invite to Clubhouse. And then you can tell me what you think about it. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. It's always a pleasure. I really do appreciate you listening into the show and I really do enjoy and appreciate all the feedback you give. Next week, we shall be back to the usual interview format. So until then, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. If you need help with your marketing, please get in touch at rogeredwards.co.uk. I'd love to work with you. In the meantime, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business. (laughs) 